listening to. what's going on what's up welcome to say less um welcome back if you're you've been listening you've been supporting appreciate it what's up it's your host Michaela Stros that's all that's really all I had to say um it's been a minute it's been a while it's been a month (laughs) a little bit more than a month actually a lot more than a month like a month and a half I guess I'll probably discuss like kind of what's happened I mean a lot's happened in the past month right like the elections in the U.S. and I think a little one in a little one a provincial I think it was a provincial one in B.C. I live here and I don't even know um something like that and then we've got COVID still happening uh what's new (sighs) what am I in news station I don't know anyways I guess we're just doing a little bit of reflection uh since that's that's I guess why I was gone I'll actually explain it later in the episode uh not because of I feel like I need to explain myself just simply because it actually is on topic, believe it or not. Today, I thought I would jump on to a different topic by myself. No guest. What's new? Um, yeah. And instead, of like ditch the whole relationship stuff. Temporarily, I'm not doing that forever considering the fact that I still have a ton of questions I haven't answered from the anonymous little thingy that I made for you guys. Um so yeah, I will be answering those questions eventually. Um, some of them I actually do have guests planned for. So if I never answered your question, well, you could also just literally snap me or something and I'll answer it for you directly. But anyway, it's definitely more fun on here, isn't it? Ooh, okay. I think it just needed to be discussed. I've been seeing it everywhere. I've been seeing it online on social media and it's been a thing. Like it's not like this is a brand new issue that we're all experiencing but I think many um experience trouble with confidence um you know self-worth yada 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 self-love I think I mean like we hear that word being thrown around all the time and I used to think yeah whatever I've got it I love myself (laughs) and I'm gonna explain kind of what self-love is like loving yourself like and um I, I don't think it's something that you work on once and you've got it for the rest of your life. All right, let's just get on today's topic. So today we're going to talk. Oh, I already told you what we're talking about. <laughs> I get, I'm not explaining this to you as much as I'm sharing my experience with, um, I guess, my troubles with self-worth and all of that jazz. And if you can relate, that's fantastic. If anything I say resonates with you and helps you, perfect. That's the goal. So I guess I'll start off with a little story here because there's no better way to kick it off with a little story time. I've changed. I've certainly changed quite a bit and I can appreciate my growth. But even thinking about some of the things that I like thought and I did, I was just like, oh my God. But I mean... I mean, I've grown an understanding for it, I guess. I don't know. So, um, I guess from where I come from, the, what I want to talk about, this goes for guys and girls. I don't care what gender you are, how old you are. I think if you can relate and you're going through this, this will help you. A lot of, a big part of what's held me back, 
um, is my limiting beliefs. And those limiting beliefs would be my self-worth. I think about, well, why am I not doing this? I have these desires. I have these dreams. But why am I not taking action? And it's not like it's difficult. It's not like, it's like I the simplest things that me starting this podcast, I'm actually surprised that I did it. Like, I honestly can't believe I did that. I think like a lot of things that held me back is really the thought of uh, what is someone going to think about me? Um, Oh my God, like comparing myself to other things. I was, you know, questioning my worth. I was like, well, what if I'm just not good enough? Um, Whether it be for a group of friends or relationship wise or even family wise, like everything I ask myself, am I good enough? It's probably one of the biggest issues I've had and um, that's affected me. It's a pretty broad issue, I would say as well. So, but like everything I've done, I've questioned, should I even do it? Like, am I good enough? Is it going to be good enough? And then I'm in my head, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like if you just work hard, you're going to be fine. And then, you know, it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing in my head. There's a lot of other things that contribute into that and um but here we are talking about confidence so I would say that I didn't struggle with that um simply because I guess I faked it to the point where I was actually coming off cocky egotistical um and actually making others around me feel like shit and (laughs) excuse my French um but and that's what it that's what it is. When you have to bring others around you down to build yourself up, that is not confidence. Absolutely not. And if you are doing that, that's okay. The first step is being self-aware. That is something that I have to do. But if I feel that way, like it's it's low on me. And I think if you are in the position where somebody is putting you down, it's a reflection upon themselves. It's not something you should take personally at all. It's truly something within them. So if you are being brought down by somebody, it's not about you. You are not less of a person and you shouldn't even question that. And that's why confidence within yourself is so important. So you aren't being brought down and you're not bringing others down. It's really a win-win. So it goes both ways. I like. I think this is a lot of this is self-explanatory. I was bringing others down to make myself feel better. And whether it sometimes it wasn't even consciously, um most of the time it actually wasn't a lot of the time it was just out of habit like I started doing that and then it came out of habit it was just like my ego like protecting me like wait hold on compare yourself to that person what's wrong with them how can you be better than like it happens often and you just forget you just you don't even realize and that's so bad for you for the other person like why do you have to bring somebody else down whether it's allowed or just in your head either way you don't want to practice that you want to catch yourself in the act of thinking that I've obviously I've gotten a lot better with that ever since I moved to Kelowna I honestly I spent I got a lot of time to spend with myself but um I'd say a huge part of an in my insecurities came from more of a superficial view a lot of it was um physically so like it always started with my body (laughs) and um it took me a while to realize that I am not my body and I'm still working on this stuff. So keep that in mind. At the end of the day, like maybe my opinion will change about this, but this is where I've gotten so far and I'm, I'm feeling pretty great about myself. I'm pretty, I'm very proud of myself. Um, 
So I can look in the mirror and I can be like, you know what? That is what's taking care of me, my soul, my spiritual level, whatever you want to talk about. You know what I mean? So it really doesn't matter what part of you you are insecure about, whether it's physical, whether it's maybe a personality thing. I don't know. I notice most of it is a um, physical aspect. That's what we talk about. It's all over social media. You know, you see somebody mention something they're insecure about or you notice something you don't have. Whether whatever you are insecure about, maybe you're like, oh, I'm not smart enough or blah, 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 whatever it is. It's really all in your head, right? So that's why I'm going to talk about building up your confidence and setting your own self-worth so you have no reason to be insecure. Not so recently, but recently, a few months ago, I felt a complete relief and I felt no insecurity right around the time that I started the podcast, actually. So, and and a lot of it had to do, so actually, let's backtrack a little bit. I have had this feeling of not feeling worthy for so much time and it's no one's fault but my own. Not a single, no, like it doesn't matter. It's not anyone's job to validate my feelings to make me feel better or build me up so I feel better and good enough you know like it's not anyone's problem except for my own um and the help certainly you know having somebody else to help you with that certainly increases the speed and maybe to give you that knowledge but if you don't have that support I that's what I want to be and I'm willing to help people but It's really hard to help people when they're not going to take that. So I'm here. I have the information. And when you're ready to take that, it'll happen on your own time. And I've learned that you really can't force these things as much as you want to. And my mom has told me so much. And then it hits me a month later. And I'm like, well, shit, that makes so much more sense now. (laughs) And I was just sitting there before like, I know you've told me this. And then it clicks. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things. The best point in my life that I had ever felt where I felt no like insecurity, I didn't care what people thought of me and I knew my own worth was at the time that I was doing everything that I thought I possibly could. I didn't care what anyone thought of me because I I saw my goal, I knew what I wanted and I knew what I had to do to get there and I was like, I'm going to implement everything and do it as best as possible. And when I say everything, I meant I was waking up and going to bed on a very strict schedule. I was doing the same thing every day. I would go on my run every morning. I would meditate. I would like, oh my God, I would journal. I would write down everything I'm grateful for. I would do everything that they told you to do. I would drink my water. I would do like two hours of research and learning and like writing down stuff. I would read, I would work out twice a day. And then I'd somehow manage to do like work. Um, but I was doing it all. I was like, I'm doing everything I could possibly need to do to get to me to my goal. Now, was this a sustainable lifestyle? No, but I was doing these things and I was so proud of myself because I was doing everything that I needed to be doing. I was, it was like, this is good for my soul. And I, I did everything to the point where I knew I couldn't do anything else. And I felt then, then I felt content. I mean, I really don't think it should feel that way, but, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was not a sustainable lifestyle for some. It may be for me. I actually ended up breaking down about two weeks later 
maybe less i don't know when i missed that like episode there yeah i lost it i absolutely was like no i can't do this um that's that's my mentality there i guess i like mentally i don't think i was strong enough for that um and so i i took that time to grow to heal myself to decide like what are my values you know um what do I want more? Because <laughs> my honestly, my goals have changed since then. Um, it's that fast, right? So, but what I'm saying is, insecurity could be linked to you not doing enough. Uh, you know, you could be doing better, and you're not doing that. So, and sometimes I know it is so hard to get up and do stuff. It is like the mental strength it takes to do some of that like to literally get out of bed sometimes it's hard I know it's hard I go through that every once in a while and I just mentally do not give myself a break and I have recently learned how important it is to give myself that rest time when my body needs it there's an idea if you feel that you are not worthy you gotta ask yourself why are you not worthy and before, before this whole thing, I felt that I was not worthy because of my physical appearance. I was like, I'm not pretty enough. I am not, I don't want to use the word, but I am not fit enough. Like, I just felt like I was just never enough. And I, and then also there was my ego, like, oh my God, I'm not making enough money. I'm not. I'm not doing this and this and this and whatever. Um, all superficial stuff. All of it superficial. It was, none of it was for me, really. But, um, and as soon as I started doing it for me, doing everything that I possibly could, and if anyone said anything, I was like, well, that's your opinion because I know I'm doing enough. That's the only point I felt certain about myself. So, I, I think the goal is to feel that way no matter their circumstance. Knowing that you don't need anyone else to tell you or give you validation. That's a point that you need to be getting at. And like for myself too, I think that is the strongest you could be. I, I could be wrong, but it felt freaking amazing. I gotta be honest with you. Um, and I'm not saying it can't be sustainable. I'm just saying I did it to the point where... I actually felt it and I was like, fuck yeah, okay, because <laughs> I didn't love myself. <laughs> um, but sometimes you got to be selfish. That's my point. You got to be selfish. You got to, you got to focus on yourself. So here's how you're going to, here's how you're going to love yourself. Here's how you're going to respect yourself, how you're going to set your own worth, how you're going to not let the outside I don't know limiting beliefs and everything kind of get into you because you are your own person you're strong and you are independent now I understand people can be dependent but you can still know your self-worth okay and this is so important because this links to how people are going to treat you how people are going to see you how you're going to let people treat you did I mention that I don't know and if you don't want negative energy if you don't want to hear something you don't have to and you can't control what people say sometimes or do, but you can control what you believe. Okay, you can control how you react to that. So that's what we're going to do. That's that's what we're going to do, guys. Um, and I've, I've given a little bit of thought to this. So I started off with um, step number one. 
the people around you. So these are your outside barriers. So if you've heard that pretty well-known little quote, I might say it wrong. Um, the five people that you spend the most time with are most like, like kind of make you what the, it's what you're going to kind of end up like, right? <laughs> Did I say that right? I don't know. Um, anyway, if you look at the five people, family-wise, friend-wise, whatever, how do you feel? Because I noticed, I look at the, I looked at the five people I spent the most time with in the darkest and the happiest times of my life. And I'm not going to lie, when I was... This sounds terrible. I love all my friends. I love you guys. But when I was by myself and I'm a very, out, I'm a very outgoing person. So I spent a lot of my time with people. And as much as I love my friends and my family and all that, um, I felt my very best when I was alone with myself. And I don't even know who I was spending my most time with at that point. I... There's only like three people I can think of that I was really in touch with. And um, the less I interacted, the better I felt. And um, the more consistent I was, which is unfortunate, but I'm still working on some of that stuff. So I don't want you to take that as life is lonely. It does not have to be. Um, anyway, so I came up with this list because I remembered that I watched this TED talk and you know what I'll actually put the link in the description of the podcast and I'll just label it as something uh this is number one I'll label it as the first link so this girl basically talks about the five people that you need to be surrounding yourself with so if you're not sure about these people and maybe you do have these five people maybe you have three of these people maybe you have none these are some great people you should be surrounding yourself with and she'll go into greater detail of it so you need a cheerleader your mentor mentor a coach a friend and a peer so i'll, I'll just go over that pretty quickly and i could be wrong i'm not gonna lie <laughs> so your cheerleader is someone who's gonna cheer you on for what you do this is somebody who's gonna be your basically your supporter this could be your mom your dad somebody you've never met before i don't know it could be really whoever you want i guess i feel like this is self-explanatory but i think you need one for each it's a little hard for some one person to play every single role just considering how different they are you need a mentor somebody who's going to teach you something somebody who's going to help lead you when you're lost you know give you that perspective that you can trust right and then you've got your coach somebody who's going to push you this is somebody who sees your potential and pushes you past your comfort zone. Somebody who's going to help you feel uncomfortable. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I've had <laughs> like I've had coaches, I've had my personal trainers, and I've literally been so rude because when I work out, I get so mad. But these are like physical obviously, but like these people I can't. When people push me, I push back. And I, even though it's for the better, it's for the better. These are these people. So I would recommend almost not having your coach be somebody that you want to love. And maybe you're not like that. Then I don't know. You do you. Number four, you have your friend. Your friend is somebody that uh, you do things with, somebody that you enjoy and you have things in common. Uh, this is the person that's going to 
hear your dreams and those desires and whatnot and hear you out really um obviously you're there for them too and it's it's a very equal standpoint um right now your peer is going to be somebody who keeps you focused and on track so they're obviously not somebody as close to you like a friend but somebody who's kind of there to push you uh, my listeners, for example, those are my peers. These are people that are pushing me to keep getting that content out there. You know what I mean? This seems kind of like a coach, I guess, but it's not somebody who is almost above you or giving you that advice, but somebody who's helping you with that and giving you like that outside opinion. Um, not to confuse that you can't have opinions and listen to other people, but more so... Um, yeah like just a third person perspective right that's your number one so you need those five people in your life and I would say these people you should have a lot in common with right you should you should be challenging yourself equally right and feeling better so I also want to mention being friends with somebody who themselves are extremely insecure or whatever you are on the scale of insecurity and how this can affect you. And maybe you are the insecure friend. I'm not like, I'm certainly saying I am. And I was at one point um, <clears throat> because simply I didn't know my own worth. So I felt I had to compare myself and I recognize this because I was this obviously. So when you are insecure, you're that insecure friend and especially if you're vocal about it and you're talking down on yourself, the others in the room feel that they need to validate that. And it is super hard, especially when no matter what somebody says, you're not going to believe them. Okay, that's a, that's a trust thing. And regardless, you shouldn't need that outside opinion. Of course, it's nice sometimes to have that. But I don't think anyone should have to rely on it it is a really really hard hard thing to be on and you just need to you need to trust yourself you need to trust your own self-awareness your own opinion and be okay if it's not okay right like you gotta like you gotta hold yourself together and realize it is not the end of the world if you don't look the best it's it's not the end of the world if something is happening right now it's not the end of the world and that's something that I, I recognized, you know. And sometimes if you're like, you know what, this could be the end. You have to decide. You have, I need you to decide that it is not. You know, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through this because you're strong and because you love yourself, okay. And I don't care if you're like, think, listen to this, like... Okay, no, I can't relate. But for those who can relate, if you're saying, no, I don't, like, you're wrong. Like, I literally beg you. I literally beg you to tell yourself every day that the world goes on and you are getting better. Tell yourself that whether you believe it or not and start and just start to believe it. Just believe it for a second. You know, you know, when you used to, like, pretend and play when you were younger and, you know, when you're like a kid, you'd play with like dolls or something. I don't know. Or you pretend to be, you play house. You know, you people did that, right? Um, 
you're going to put yourself in that character. Okay. Your, your alter ego, that, that character. Yes. The world goes on because (laughs) shit's not happening to you. It's happening for you. That is a very common saying, but seriously believe it. And please believe that because literally everything's going to be okay. And remind yourself that when you're thinking, oh, this sucks. It's the end of the world, you know? So like I was saying, being friends with somebody who's insecure or being insecure yourself, it's a very uncomfortable situation to be put in to have to bring others up constantly and you can be a hype man. That's your fucking cheerleader, man. And you trust this person. You got that cheerleader. But your cheerleader is going to stop cheering if you won't take it. You know what I mean? You've, you've got, you really got to appreciate that kind of stuff. It's really hard to continuously do that. And I feel so bad that I've been that person. And eventually they're going to validate exactly how you feel because they're not going to give you that reassurance. It happens. So you have to, I swear, you just have to, there's just no chance in hell you're going to get away with your entire life and saying whatever you think of yourself. You got to, it's got to be positive. You know, you got to love yourself. You've got to fucking love yourself, man. You got to love yourself. I noticed myself that I, being friends with somebody who's insecure, you manifest that into your own personality. You start to feel it yourself right because i mean what's going through your mind somebody who's insecure you're like well shit they're insecure about that they're saying that i mean i kind of i kind of look like that i kind of do that i kind of whatever it is you're like damn hmm and then maybe they start comparing themselves to you maybe it's vocally maybe it's not but if it's vocally you can tell you obviously know your what's happening you're like wait why are you like whether it's being like oh you're so much like better than me or I can do this or whatever, whatever. Or maybe they need to talk themselves up to make you feel worse. Whatever it is. I mean, if you're not mentally strong enough to handle that and move on, I mean, it's, it's really difficult. And coming from somebody who has been put in the place of being that insecure friend, I feel absolutely terrible about it. But you kind of know and then being that friend on the other side you know that you're being judged and then you feel insecure because like you're like why is my friend judging me because you know they're comparing you that you know that they're they might be picking the your you apart to make themselves feel better it's toxic but i would rather not look at it in that way because you it's not who you are it's just a circumstance and something that you're feeling it's not actually you it's not a part of you you don't have to be insecure right it's a something that can change and anything that can change is not who you are you can't really identify as something that's interchangeable you know you know what i mean the things that you can't change the things that stick with you that voice in your head that's kind of more who you are you can always change your decisions. You can always change your routine. You can change the way you think and you can always grow. But that one part of you, that's you. Essentially, you have every single thing. This this person that you are, you have everything that you need to reach your goals and desires. Because your goals and desires are specifically for you and 
what you are working towards, your purpose, essentially. But if I told you, you have everything you need, I don't care if you're rich, you're poor, if you're 5'2 or 6'10, I don't care. You have everything that you need. Okay? Like, and then you're, maybe, maybe I sound privileged for saying that. It's honestly just a belief of mine. And I suppose, I think there's a million stories that can prove what I just said right. I mean, seriously, we have the... If you want to start a business, you can start one. Like everything you need to know is literally online. It's on TikTok. It's on Instagram. It's on Google. You can search it up. There's a million other like searching search engines as well. Like go to the library. Like you're not, I guarantee you, if you're not able to reach your next step of your goal, you're not trying hard enough, unfortunately. And I, I, And you're like, well, why aren't you reaching your goals? Because I'm not trying hard enough. I'm not doing everything that I could possibly be doing. And it's not going to happen overnight. I question that. I'm like, well, mom, you're telling me all this. Well, exactly, you know, uh, person, person, whatever. (laughs) Why why are you telling me this and you haven't reached it? It These things don't happen overnight. I don't mean you have everything you need to make a million dollars tomorrow. I mean, I'm sure you could, but if you believe it, but... What I'm saying is you have every single tool you need to reach the next step, which will eventually get you to the very top of, well, to your desire, essentially. And it's not a race because there's enough room for everybody, you know. That's something that I had to really convince myself of, too. Like, I had to learn that. That was the tough lesson, whatever. But... I just want you to understand that comparing yourself makes no sense. You are not like anyone else that you could possibly compare yourself to. I mean, you're a lot alike. Yeah, sure. But there's enough room, there's enough room for you. There's no competition. You don't need to feel like, boop. you know what I mean? There's no, there's no reason to be insecure. You're your own person, man. Whatever. Whatever. You know, it's, it's about healing your ego, really. Something that I'm still working on. I have a massive ego, you guys. It's massive. And I can say that, but I'd rather you guys not call me out on that. (laughs) I'd also like to mention, if there's one thing that you can take away from this whole thing, it's that um, what you see, what you recognize is really truly a reflection on yourself. So if you're ever looking at somebody and you're like judging someone, that little judgment. Think twice about it. I mean, don't be like, you asshole. I mean, take it in. Take it in. You know, reflect on that. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way? What is it, what's the deep-rooted cause for that? Because mm, pretty much all the time it has something to do with you. It has nothing to do with the other person. You notice those things most when you feel it. You can reflect on it. And you can relate to it. So obviously why I'm giving advice on stuff that I've personally experienced. When it comes to reaching your goals or your ultimate desire, whatever you're kind of working towards right now, a lot of the times I've given up and I've not necessarily given up, but I've fallen down in quotes. Um, Not literally, but metaphorically fallen down mentally. And I've just been like, what's the point? 
what's the real point in all of this? And I've thought, uh, I don't know, there's just so much to get there and I don't even want to do it. It's going to take forever. And I like looked down on the process as if like, I just wanted to reach the goal and then what you reach the goal, then what, you know what I mean? Like there's a split second. Here's a, (laughs) here's a comparison, I guess. So you know how when you go shopping and you buy something, you get that like, or that spike of dopamine, whatever, and you get that rush and it's amazing. It's a great feeling for however long, a few days, maybe be longer, depending on how big the purchase was. It doesn't last forever. I guarantee you that shirt that you bought a few years ago doesn't give you the same feeling as when you first got it. I guarantee it. In fact, you probably hate it now. Um, (laughs) But you had that, right? You reached it, went up, 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 and down, okay? You've got to enjoy the life that you had before that t-shirt. You've got to enjoy the other things so you enjoy that t-shirt so much more. And that's kind of what life is about not like I'm not comparing it to you buying a t-shirt or anything but kind of am if you are for me it's like I struggle to enjoy the process of reaching my goal you know there's so many things to enjoy and I'd even like not go out I wouldn't enjoy life I was like you know what no I'm gonna wait to enjoy it when I have what I want and it'll be so much better like what I'm going to hold back my life because I'm not good enough because I like that's that's ridiculous, you guys. And if you can relate to that, why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? But the truth is, and this is a random statistic, this is not something I got anywhere. I'm just hypothetically saying 95% of your life is the process. And about 5% of it is going to be the spike. You're going to hit that spike. You're going to, that's the, that's the goal. That's the thing you achieved. 5% of it. I mean, you could look at life the other way around. You could be like, well, this, you'll look at the whole thing. You may as well enjoy the entire thing because the small things are what makes your life, excuse me, fucking amazing. Okay. I enjoy getting up and going for a coffee. I enjoy listening to music. Are those big things? No. In fact, they cost me, well, not that much money, but a little bit, right? I, music like little to nothing i love just dancing i don't even care if there's music right these little things you i literally recommend you write down things you enjoy some things that you don't like the idea of and things that you are your goals things that you're working towards pretty big things necess- or somewhat big things that you're looking at they're not like something you can just go do right now you know what i mean right like whether it's your goal is like uh buying a ferrari i don't know making half a million dollars fucking two billion dollars you know what i mean like those goals whatever you want to get a guitar or something i don't know whatever whatever it is um and then those things that you enjoy right and then think of those goals but how's it going to feel when you reach those this is also a great manifestation tip if you're not into that that's perfectly fine but i recommend you sort of do some research on that um how is it going to feel when you have those things you know And you already know how it feels to do those things you enjoy. My point is incorporate the things you enjoy into your daily life. Like try and enjoy everything and including those things that you don't like. Start matching those and manifest or sorry, romanticizing it. Romanticize the things you don't like. Like my little list. I was like, I don't feel like doing homework. 
I mean, it's the emotions connected to it. It's not the work itself. The work's actually not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty easy. But it's the idea of the stress and having to perfect it and blah, 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 whatever. But I romanticize that. I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> you have to romanticize it. Like those TikToks say. I don't know if you have TikTok. If you don't have TikTok, everyone talks about romanticizing your life. But seriously, sometimes I incorporate a little coffee. I incorporate a little bit of music. I incorporate the things I do enjoy. And it just, it's a part of the process. You love the process. And life is fucking dope. I mean, it's how you look at it. You know, if you're like, I don't feel like getting out of bed, romanticize it. I don't know. There's some people who are super like, what's the word? There's people who are super disciplined and can do stuff that they don't enjoy. But like, am I going to sit here and tell you I enjoy working out every day? No, (laughs) sometimes I don't feel like it. (laughs) But I mean, there's certain things that you have your high values. You continue to do that every day because, you know, you're working towards a goal and you don't attach the emotion to it. But before I was doing everything and I was just like doing it because I was like, yes, this is going to get me to my goal. It was not worth it. I hated it. I hated like waking up and I didn't look forward to it anymore. I started like literally like, like I actually like had a, I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do it. You know, I could scream through it and swear through it. But honestly, I think, I think life's a little bit more than that. So I was like, not my value. Somebody else. It's somebody else's life. You know, not mine. But, um, so I have those values. I have those things I do every day, but I make sure I do something that I'm like, I want to do that. And I go do it. And I don't, I don't regret it. I don't question it because I wanted to do it and I fucking love it. I fucking enjoyed every second of it. Okay. Because I wanted to, I enjoyed every single sip of my coffee today. It was amazing. Actually, well, yesterday's was better. Oh, did I do it two days in a row? (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) Why? Because I wanted to. My point is, you guys, um, I really, really hope I got my point across here, but did I really talk about what self-love feels like? I'll say it now. When you love yourself, it feels like you know your worth and you don't, the outside opinions, it doesn't phase you because you know when you don't like how somebody treats you, you're not going to question if they're right or wrong for treating you that way. I mean, a nice, decent person. I mean, you can question it. But what I'm saying is if someone's calling you and treating you things and you're just like, I don't like that. That makes me feel very uncomfortable. You don't need to question that. You you didn't like it. Bring it up to them. You didn't like it. Or ditch them. Fuck them. Block them. (laughs) Don't block them. 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 That person. Um, Anyway, my point is. Point is, you guys. Like understand your feelings you know stick to your intuition know what you like and what you don't like and understand your worth so you know what you are what's acceptable and what's not okay and you gotta love yourself so you do stuff for you because you love yourself because you want to take care of yourself and i mean i know i'm like preaching this and you know (laughs) sometimes i struggle with it and it's something i'm working on as well but you know what? May as well do that in the meantime instead of saying a bunch of other bullshit. I think this is so important before I give any more relationship advice because 
It is so hard getting into a relationship when you don't know your worth. You're going to allow so much shit that you shouldn't have allowed in the first place. Okay. And guys, also communication. Communication's important. Just I'm going to leave you with that one. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, don't be shy. Share this with a friend that you think that would appreciate this. Also, thank you guys if you listen to the whole thing. Um, go ahead and follow my Instagram. I keep saying it. I'm going to post more and then I don't. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. I never know how to end these things. Does anyone else not know how to say goodbye? Yeah, neither do I. All right. See ya. Bye.